You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison. This is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files two-day Allison. It's about being hungover. Yep, it sure is. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so how's that going for you? Not, I'm very nauseous. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to go to sleep in a ball. Yep. Uh, and... Yeah. So tell. So you had your is St. Patrick's Day our, party. Yeah, our studio St. Patrick's Day party was last night, and and I drank a lot. And I how many mini hot dogs did you have? No, sir. Nice. Because uh, our party planning committee is so wonderful that they plan for the mini hot dogs to come out at eleven p.m. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Stacey Cadets, Allison texted me that specifically she would have to stay at this party till 11 p.m. to get said hot dogs. Uh, and then I stayed until 2. Well, I had a night. I got went to bed early. I watched one episode of Narcos. <laughs> and I went to bed at 10.30. Nice. So I'm good. Hey, do you want to talk about, uh, <gasps> you want to talk about your little my friend? little My little friend? Uh, the dog watch, Space Cadets. Oh! Guess I'm gonna puppy. <laughs> oh, puppy. No, he's not a puppy. No. He's a doggo. He's a doggo. He's 10 years old. His name is Pepper Jack. And he's pretty good. He's very good. He's upstairs right now, probably sleeping in a sunbeam. He's got big triangle ears. He does. Little nubby tail. He yawns weird. His, <laughs> I don't know how his whole mouth works. It's like three teeth. <laughs> hey, like Dutch. Aww. Aww. Matching. It's very good. We'll probably put pictures up on uh, the Instagram of this guy. You know yes. it. Yes. Okay. But it's not about hangovers, Allison. It's not about dogs. This is about how nothing lasts forever. Or so we're told. Uh-huh. This is the episode Nothing Lasts Forever. Oh, Courtney, you know what? what this is? What? This is the penultimate episode of season 11. Oh, what? Does that mean... We're almost done? Yeah, there's one more, and it's going to be a hell of a struggle. (laughs) What's the Netflix description for this episode, though, Allison? This episode, season 11, episode 9, nothing lasts forever. Here's the description. While investigating human organ theft, Mulder and Skelly uncover a mysterious cult consumed with macabre rituals. Ooh, macabre. Ooh, macabre. (laughs) When I was little, I always thought the word macabre was about corn. My cob. My cob. That's my cob. Hey, Bob, what are you doing with my cob? Get your fingers off my cob. <laughs> so when when my mom asked me how much cord I wanted, I just say, my cob. <laughs> like a weird bird. Like a weird bird. And I didn't understand what that meant. But now I do. <laughs> it's not about corn. So surface level, Courtney, what were your, how did you feel about this episode? Um, well, I had a dog for you know the first time so i didn't really pay attention (laughs) and i watched it at 3 a.m while i was still a little drunk so (laughs) this is gonna be a short episode (laughs) we're doing our best doing our best so chemtrails uh, what so it starts does it chemtrails chemtrails yeah there's a radio broadcast that's talking about chemtrails oh i think i remember yes we have a surgery Mm. We have Surgeon Simulator 2018, because they're really going at this guy. Yeah, they really are. Now, they, uh, there's a shot of some opening up a chest. Cranking it open. I think the guy's still alive, and then he I dies. Think, yeah, because they're harvesting organs for, tr- like, well, ostensibly. For you know. for, mm. Yeah. And there's something that is really interesting, and I didn't think about this until now. The surgery table had a blood bucket in it. Yeah. Is that common? Like a like a blood like a they eat a tub of ice cream and they attach it to the bottom of the table. Is that what happens? I don't know about uh, surgeries, but I know it's pretty common in morgues. Really? Yeah, there because you got to. Well, I mean, usually they have a sort of intense drainage system in the floor or as part of the tables. But where does all the blood go, Allison? Into the drains. Ooh, really? 
You just flush no, it down not, the toilet? Not the, no, the drains in the floor. They doesn't go into our <laughs> in our water. That's not what I meant. Every space cadets, every drink of water you take is a blood of the other human being. Twelve percent blood. <laughs> it's like it's like when you go swimming, the wa- pool water is eighty five percent urine. <laughs> That's a fact. True. <laughs> I was a lifeguard. Oh, God. So you just, you put it down the drain? No, it, like, gets collected into somewhere and then they take it away. Ooh. But they have their own special drainage system for all the, because all the, in especially in morgues, like, as you're pumping, preserving fluid into the bodies, the bud, blood is being pumped out. It's like um, the preserving fluid that you pump into the veins forces the blood out. Okay. Now here's my whole deal. There's been a lot of humans on this earth. Mm. There's been a lot of dead humans on this Mm. earth. Like, the amount of blood that is taken from those humans. A lot of blood. That's a lot of blood. blood. Like, where does it go? Do you spread it on your... Is it like... Is it like coffee grounds? You spread it out on your lawn and it just... Your begonias are like A plus now? Yeah, yeah. Now you have very healthy plants. Anyway, they get a bucket of blood. And... They take out a heart. Yeah, it's real. It's a heart. Did they just like, they gave a little squeeze too. <laughs> They're like, this is a good one. It's a melon. They knock on it. <laughs> it's awesome. It's hollow. It's very good. <laughs> and then we see shots of a teen crusader. Right? I don't know if she's a teen. Well, a woman crusader. Yeah, the actress is 27. Oh. Well, she's younger than me. Yeah. So she's a teen. But she's also very hot. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we can... That's why I looked up her age. <laughs> uh, I thought I turned on Green Arrow by mistake. Yeah, it, the whole opening sequence was very, like, uh, superhero CW show. Very CW, and that's why I thought she was playing a teenager, because on the CW, 27-year-olds do commonly play teenagers. Yeah, true, true, true. Call Spruce of the Jughead fame is, like, 45. Did you know that? No. Yeah. That can't be true. Uh-huh. Okay, he's 45? Yeah. Both of them. He has a twin, too. Yeah. So combined, they're 90. Uh-huh. That's how <laughs> twin math works. <laughs> um, why is she there? Killins. Killins. Yeah, she comes in. She's got these fucking dope-ass iron rods. Yeah, they're pretty that cool. she uses to uh, impale these uh, surgeons and whatnot. And she has a hammer, and she hammers the iron rods through their chest. It's actually extremely cool. Yeah, it's really neat. I would like to watch this show. I know, exactly. I'm like, give me this fucking show. I want to see this girl, this crusader, this, like, dope-ass vigilante. I don't want to fucking wire Mulder and Scully even here. I think this is the hole that, like, Buffy left for us. Because it's very, like, Buffy-esque. Yeah. You have a woman who's a fucking badass and fucking killing vampires. It, yeah, it was Buffy-esque. Yeah. But then, but then Mulder and Scully are there, so it wasn't as good. Yeah. Um, the other weird thing, and how we know it's a little off, is the surgeons also uh, suck up a pancreas. They do. They just they mm. slurp it right up like it's just a delicio jello shot. <laughs> I would think the pancreas isn't so tasty. No, it's got, is it full of toxins? Bile. Toxos? Bile? Toxins. Yes, because we have a natural way of filtering toxins. It's called the pancreas. Oh, is it the liver? And the liver. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I guess a pancreas would taste like bile, which would be pretty gross. Yeah, but they loved it. Anyway, they did. And then the, the we get the do 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 doos Yeah. And the Chiron at the end reads, I want to be beautiful. <laughs> Chris Carter, what's going on, what's, buddy? Are you okay, Chris? You okay? <laughs> this episode was written by Chris Carter, but it was also written by Karen Nielsen. Okay. Who is... I think a Canadian writer, I know she won a a, a sort of Bell Media digital. Yeah, but they give those thing. out to everyone. No, they don't. Bell Media? Come on. Then I would have one. <laughs> I'm everyone. It hasn't come yet. Look in the mail. It's coming. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we're like, okay, this is interesting. We got some vampires. We got some weird cult stuff. And, and then someone says, I want to be beautiful. And we're like, fine. Uh, we go to Scully in a church. In a church. Doing the, is this called the Eucharist? It is. Nailed it. Well, I asked the only person I know who's been, uh, I was going to say cauterized, but that's not the word. What do you say? Might help if they were. <laughs> what do you call someone who is not baptized, but the other one? Circumcised? No, definitely not. Christened? Christened? What's the second thing? 
Uh, confirmed. Confirmed. That's when you get your middle name. Did you know that? No, I didn't. You, get a Christian... you don't have a middle name until no. you're confirmed? No. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, Jesus comes out. I was never confirmed, but I have a middle name. Well, maybe you were secretly confirmed. Jesus is like, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Here you go. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Allison's parents. Yeah, confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, he comes out. Jesus comes out with a clipboard, actually. <laughs> He's just like checking, like, check. yeah, yes. yeah, Good. check. To be, apparently to be confirmed, I don't know, my, here's my, here's my guesstimate. Mm. You need to, like, learn a bunch of Bible stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you need to love Jesus and also God. But also you have to tell your priest, like, how much you've sinned as yeah, a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've heard from my mother, too, who went to Catholic school, that that kid just makes shit up. Oh, that checks out. Right? That makes sense. Like, you can tell, like... I thought bad thoughts about my mom and dad because I hate them. I masturbated. No, all the time. All the time. I mean, Constantly. that's not me. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I said a swear word. I had Kegels once. <laughs> no, Catholicism is super cool with Kegels. Oh, okay. They're like, keep it tight. Surprise. <laughs> Jesus comes down with his clipboard. He's like, yeah, keep it tight. Keep it tight. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> um... Now, I have a question for you. Yeah. So you, they go eat the body and also the blood of yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's called yeah. A, apparently the sacrament. Oh, that's what it sacrament. is. Eucharist is, I think, the actual, like, cracker. Oh. Okay. What? Okay. I don't know. So they eat a little cracker. But I have a question for yeah. you. What does Jesus taste like? Just like... You just think like wallpaper? You think those? You think those crackers are cheese? No. <laughs> you think so? I don't think Jeezy's cheesy. <laughs> Jeezy is totally cheesy. <laughs> He's the cheesiest. He's got a clipboard. He's wearing those sandals. <laughs> Do you think like in the 80s and 90s, people were like falling out of love with God, so the church had to be like more extreme? Do you think they like, on that same note, <laughs> so they did like flavor blasted in the 80s. They flavor blasted the sacrament. Yeah. <laughs> And now in the two thousand somethings, yeah. what is it? He, it's um, it's like artisanal. Oh, it's like er, herbs. It's like an organic, er, organic sacrament, organic Jesus body, and then like artisanal small batch wine <laughs> from a local vineyard, from a like whiskey barrel. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Jesus would have wanted. Oh my god, I want to see a whole TV show about hipster Catholics. Oh, they're out there, probably. Please, that sounds so good. Hey, Space Cadets, do you put, hey, do you put avocado on your sacraments? <laughs> put a little red pepper jelly Let us know. There? Let us know. Go cheese. Ooh, that'd be ooh, good. Ooh. You can order. Oh, my God. What? I'm sorry. Is the sacrament just charcuts? <laughs> it's really bad charcuts. Because it's one very dry, waver-thin cracker and a little bit of probably not, it's probably grape juice. You can't give kids wine, right? No. I mean, my parents did. I, <laughs> I turned out fine. <laughs> you can order. You can order the little crackers online, right? What? Really? You can. I mean, where else should do we get just them? Uh, should we just have our own mass? Yeah, let's do it. Let's have it. Let's do it. Hey, Jeezy. Hey, Jeezy. <laughs> Keep it cheesy. <laughs> Confirmed. Confirmed. We'll have a. We'll do our own mass. We'll get our own charcut sacraments, and then we'll have everyone do kegels while they sit in the pews. <laughs> Just keeping it. It's the church of keeping it tight. And then we'll tell you exactly how much we masturbated that week. It's Flip Wilson's church of keeping it tight. <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to know about the sacraments. Uh, that's Because literally, this whole Scully's religion thing, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's a crutch. Oh, yeah. Right? It's a it's a writing crutch. And, and, and not to say that well, characters can't be religious on TV. No, but only in the way, like, I think it's a crutch in the way where they've never, I don't feel like they've explored it in a way that, um... Is good? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you want to see a really great exploration of a character's connection to Catholicism, uh, I would recommend watching Joan of Arcadia. Um, oh. Because during Joan of Arcadia, Joan's mother is, like deciding um, in middle age to like go and be confirmed because she never was Uh and so it involves like her studying for her confirmation and it just like the way that she connects with her catholicism is so interesting and so dynamic and so multi-layered in a way that this isn't yeah we're not poo-pooing religion or catholicism or but it just like always with the x-files it seems so surface layer it does yeah well maybe hey allison 
Maybe Scully's not a well-rounded character. Oh, what? what? No, mm-hmm. no, but she's written by men. And she did have that tattoo that one time. Oh, Remember that? Now she can never go to an onsen. <laughs> what does Jesus think about that? <laughs> I don't know. She can tell us. Anyway, this whole... I. Why are mm. they... I have, I have to admit, I didn't listen to a word they said in the church. You had a dog, it's fair. I, had, I did have a dog, and he did really want to get on the coffee table. He's a jumper. I mean, I would too. Because <laughs> that's where the toast lives. Mm. The dinner toast. You gotta be with the toast. Um, what, what, what's their whole deal about them going to church? Like, is, was who, there who? any? Uh, Scully and Mulder. They were in church a lot this episode. Yeah, because Scully was all, like, sad, and she was looking for, like, hope, and because of their son being... Gone. gone it's not like they're going There's to look ne- for him i will say this it was never clear <laughs> <laughs> it's like you think remember our idea about going on like a road trip yeah that never happened no they never went even, on like a wacky road trip they're not even looking for him no really just like he's fine probably he's <laughs> probably doing shitty things to other teen girls yeah oh my god um anyway it's catfishing everyone oh god so we go to uh, apartment where people are sleeping in a bed yes and they stuck together why now okay my first thought was that this was a weird vampire brothel yes and 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 then i was like why with vampires is it always a sex thing yeah because they all the little like the the seeds they're laying they in on mattresses and they're, they're just like, like sensu- sensually touching one another they are while they drink their bloodums I don't think they drink the bloodums. Don't they? I thought they had to ingest it and made them... I have no oh, maybe. fucking clue. Maybe they do do a little bit of bloodums. Because that's why they're seeds, because they mm, have to... Yeah. Mm. Anyway, this is the whole cult situation. Oh my god. What? They were trying to make a parallel between the what? sacrament and this. I just realized. They were trying to build a parallel. Oh. You failed. You mean the blood of Christ. Because, like, like, how Catholics, yeah, they drink the blood. And these people uh, were drinking literal blood. Mm, what would you rather drink? Jesus or actual blood? Um. Now, Jesus is standing. Now, if you choose Jesus. Yeah. He's standing right there watching you. He's watching me. And yeah. where, but, like, what I'm drinking. It's just Jesus juice. What does him. it look like? Who knows? You can't tell me what it looks no. like? No. Because it could be anything. Because I'm going to assume it's his cum. <laughs> Oh, no, Allison, no. That's just kind of my first assumption. That's that's the Holy Spirit you're talking (laughs) about. And it's in me. And, (laughs) oh, no! (laughs) Don't worry, I was already going to hell because I'm gay. (laughs) No, he's cool with that. Depends who you ask. I guess so. No, he, Jesus is cool with that. Other people are not cool with that. You can't ask Jesus. No, you can't. He's dead. Wow, we're we're gonna lose a lot of listeners over this. Time. <laughs> it can't be as bad as that other thing I said about Jesus that other time. <laughs> okay, two people are stuck together. Yeah. Okay, they're sewn they're together. S- they're sewn. They're a little sticky. Mm. Now I thought this is what my this is where my brain went. You know, you hear those stories of like people who are like bed bound. Um, so they, like, stay in one place for a very long period of time. And they get, like, bed sores? Bed sores, yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then their skin attaches to Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's what I thought this was. <laughs> they just have been there so long, they just They attach. just, they're sleepy pee-pee, and their backs have touched for, like, ten years. And, and also so they, they're covered in sleepy pee-pee. Yeah. <laughs> There's a story of a person who grew onto a toilet seat. Yeah, I know. I'm f- intimately familiar with that story because it horrified me. Yeah. And I thought, God, I hope that's never me. <laughs> you do spend a lot of time on the toilet I seat. surely do. Um, that's what I thought, but that's not that's not what happened. What is happening to this guy? He is getting like a weird blood infusion. Like her aorta is connected directly into his body and then they're sewn up around that connection. Yeah, so he's got like, he's got a little friend. <laughs> God. And then there's a woman in the bed next Barbara door. Beaumont. Beaumont, who is young looking. Yeah. But she's also on an old TV show, uh-huh. Barbara Beaumont Show. Mm-hmm. And she is, again, hoifer, like like the sacrament, hoifer thin. <laughs> 
because it's just this like villain yeah this cult leader villain i don't know and her whole deal is she wants to be young forever and the guy in the bed attached to the other woman is her husband slash doctor thing who promises to keep her young forever yeah that is the case We've done the whole episode. That's the whole episode. And then the vigilante we saw earlier is the sister of one of the people in the cult, and she's trying to get her sister back. She's trying to get her sister back. The whole episode. Is her sister the one attached to the guy? She's the one who gets attached to the guy at the end. Oh, okay. So the first girl attached to the guy gets killed. Yes. She gets her throat slit uh, as punishment for something. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. One other thing I want to add to on my list of Mulder shouldn't say the thing is... I checked the deep web. Yeah, I know. No, he said dark web. Oh, dark web? Yeah, he went on the dark web. (laughs) Because he realizes that Mulder and Scully are into this case because there's two people with a lot of organs missing. Mm -hmm. And um, so Mulder's detective situation is, let me... Let me check that. This is like dark like, web. His whole like investigation style is just looking at Wikipedia in this whole episode. It's like, what is your job? Do you think Mulder could actually get on the deep web? Do no. you think that That's he, why he had wait, the lone gunman? Wait, he's doing it on his phone. I know, you don't access the dark web on your fucking <laughs> phone, you dipshit. I'm just gonna check. Oh no, no just like get into the dark web on my phone here. Hey, how much Bitcoin do you think Mulder has bought? A lot? So much. A lot? And he doesn't even understand blockchain. (laughs) He's just going to r slash dark web. (laughs) I checked the Reddit page. There's no... For a guy who, like, couldn't even handle... uh, In one episode, he couldn't even handle calling the bank. Yeah. They really like their trying to really like play him on both sides of this line of like doddering old fool and also like understands anything about the world today and it's just not coming off (laughs) he's a doddering old fool (laughs) anyway so they're on the case i guess Mm. they don't really do anything no there are a lot of like transitions between what barbara beaumont is up to and what they're doing at the church and honestly they were in that church forever and it was very boring um yeah it is very boring i did not pay much attention to the church part but i did pay attention to uh barbara when she kind of reveals that this is a vampire cult of people who eat uh, blood and organs and then she recruits people who want to be beautiful yeah and she gives them that Uh and then they all eat organs and she stays young forever and if you are chosen you are tied to one of the two cult leaders' backs to basically be sucked dry. Yeah. Yes. And she says it's all thanks to the genius of Dr. Lavinius. Uh-huh. And I got very upset. Who's Dr. Lavinius? That's her husband. Oh. His okay. name, but they named him that, and then they rhymes with genius. And then I said, no, don't. Please. <laughs> I think, is this supposed to be a weird Elizabeth Bathory thing? Oh, it definitely is. Of, like, how, which is sad to glorify someone like that. I, I don't know if it's glorification, like... Her story is weird in that she would fucking just take women, young women, and just, like, disappear them. Yeah. And, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. She would clear villages out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Which, like, yikes. Um, but also what strikes me as weird about these sorts of plots, like, and we've seen these plots before on the X-Files where it's like, oh, the villain is obsessed with being young and beautiful. And it's like, yeah, like, we see the villain, we understand that they're the villain because they're obsessed with being young and beautiful, but there's never any discussion of the, like, the repercussions of the culture that causes them to be that way. Yeah, why do you want to be young and beautiful forever? Yeah, like there's no there's no discussion of like, oh, Barbara Beaumont is like this because the cultural norm is to be like white and thin and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's why she insists like upon trying to stay this way and does horrible things. But it's never like, it's never like a cultural discussion. It's just like, this one person's very bad. And on the parallel of that, you have Scully noticing that Mulder is wearing glasses. Yeah. And it's like, don't worry, you are getting older. Because they're trying to make this whole thing about age and about them getting older, and she never wants to get... It's very ham-handed. And it's got the hands are just made of ham here, friends. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mulder's like, I'm on the deep web, but really he's playing Candy Crush. <laughs> you gotta crush those candy. Because that's what old people do on their phones. <laughs> I don't know. My mom plays a lot of Sudoku on her phone. Oh. That's her thing. And crossword puzzles on her phone. Interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. uh Interesting. My dad uh, likes YouTube because YouTube now 
he has told me and informed me can teach you anything, Allison. Oh, boy. Yes. Can it? Yes. He fixed his whole motorcycle and car because of YouTube. Oh, and he nice. Was, he was astounded that anything he wanted to watch was on YouTube. Well, that's exciting. It's very good for him. Aw. And my mom, too. She doesn't trust YouTube. And what do you do on your phone? What do I do on my phone? Yeah. Well, currently, I have a frog son, mm-hmm. a travel frog, playing travel frog. Mm-hmm. I also am still deep in the paint in Animal <laughs> animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Nice. Still, I do have to tell you, though, Allison, I'm ashamed. Yeah? My uh, 3DS, Animal Crossing. Oh, no. Poots. Poots, my, my Animal Crossing town. I haven't opened that sucker up since Christmas. Oh, my God. They must be so lonely. I know. I'm so, I'm at that point of any Animal Crossing gamer who's like, it's too late. I can't open it up ever again because they'll be so disappointed. <laughs> they'll be like, Courtney, where did you go? <laughs> Buddy boy. We missed you. My mayor. So that, that, that gaming platform is only for Pokemon now. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Okay, we go to Scully in the church again. Yeah. Talking about Charlie. Yeah, she does mention Charlie. So this is uh, Charlie, the son, prodigal son, who we have never met. Yeah. Never seen. Apparently almost died once. It was wild. And so she talks about how, what, what did he have? Hepatitis? I don't know. It's something. It's some babies get. It's <laughs> some baby disease. <laughs> some dirty, rowdy baby disease. <laughs> they put their mouth on everything. Everything. Gosh, I think the funny part in this is so her brother Charlie is 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 sick, and the mom asks all the kids, the Scully kids, to pray. Yeah. And then Scully's like, I prayed for a puppy. Yes. Which is a kind of a good look at religion as a kid. Like, yeah. it's just kind of voodoo Well, I stuff. think as a kid, it's a hard to have, like, a real connection to yeah. what you're just told the about. The principles are and what you're actually, like, yeah. I told you I went to Sunday school once, right? You told me, I yeah. think, yeah, about your Sunday school trip. And I was tricked. You were tricked. First we were making, like, cool lion pom-poms, and then they started talking about Jesus, and I got real freaked out. Yeah, because as a kid, you don't know what you're being asked to buy into. Yeah, because it is kind of buying into it. Yeah, and especially, like, if you're, yeah. You have one flavor-exploded cheesy crazy. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, so the, uh, the, the girl, the vigilante comes into the church and she talks to the priest. Yes. And it's probably his first day on the priesthood. Why? Because she's like talking about her sister and, and, and she's like quoting scripture at him and he's like, I'm so sorry your sister is lost. I'll pray for her. Have faith. And she's like, what the fuck? I don't know. That sounds pretty good to Uh, her. It sounded pretty bad to me. (laughs) I mean, people people talk about thoughts and prayers all the time. Isn't that the kind of the shtick? Yeah, but usually the people saying thoughts and prayers aren't actual priests. Oh. <laughs> That's true. They're like, I'll set up a Patreon for you. <laughs> Let's do an Indiegogo. Do it, go fund me. <laughs> this is when we have the really weird, I wanted to talk to, about the scene, see how you liked it, that morning after scene. Oh, yeah, where she sings? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, Barbara Beaumont is upset because they didn't get all the organs they were supposed to because those guys got killed. Yeah. And then she's like, well, you got to go get me more. And she slices the guy off the girl. And then she slices the girl's throat. She's like, you got to go do the thing, man. Yeah. And so Dr. Lavinius, the genius, right? Goes to the hospital to try and get her organs back. And then in the meantime, she's with all her seeds, who she's not supposed to eat because they're growing. Um, One of them is like, you can eat me. It's chill. I'm into it. And she's like, oh, thank you. I'm going to sing you a song. And she sings uh, Morning After. Yeah. And then everyone's like super excited about it. And then she, during the song, like... Watches him cut his chest open, and then everyone, like... Starts feeding. Just starts feeding on him, and they hand her a heart and a liver, and it's just messy and nasty. It is very messy and nasty. Um, do you like it? <sighs> what do you think? 
I think it was supposed to be a shocking moment that was supposed to keep me shocked and it's supposed to be a memorable memorable moment. So in that, that they want me to like it, I did not like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this episode like really leans into the gore, hoping that that'll kind of be the thing that, you know, solidifies it in the canon of like x-files episodes that are memorable yeah, but the peacock kids yeah that one and, and then this one they're really leaning on that like oh if we make it really gory and really gross people remember it it's like last episode and the 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 scary doll yeah right yeah, yeah and it's like this is the iconic thing well and also like in season 10 with the were lizard like that that's that was true the same thing is it weird that oh my god is it just that they're trying to make people hit these iconic buttons yeah and then not worry about the story. That's because I think that's absolutely what the, I think in the writers' room they're just banging out like iconic moments and then saying, "Oh, write an episode around it," and then because it ends up not being very good. One of the things I was thinking about after this episode was over is like we have ten episodes in this season. This will be probably most likely, fingers crossed, knock on wood, is the last season, The X Files. Yeah. Why choose this episode? I know, especially to be your penultimate, right? Yeah. Is it the gore? Because we haven't had a gory episode. Maybe. That's weird. I don't know. It didn't it, it didn't hit on anything. Not that like and I've uh I like my cult history. Yeah. I love it. I I mean and there's cults out there very much like this who did torture people to death and the people were okay well not okay with it, but they they sacrificed themselves for the greater cult. Mm-hmm. Um so not that it's not like a parallel to that, but I just it was kind of like a spook them up, like, oh, look, we're cutting open a live person, yeah, on TV. Ooh. Yeah, I think this episode was a real mess, honestly. I mean, yeah, it was, there was blood all over. <laughs> so, let's see, Mulder and Scully go to the apartment, yeah, where Barbara Beaumont is, and they talk to the landlord, and they find it really difficult that this landlord has never talked to barbara in like four years and my favorite part of this scene is that Mulder is just like wikiing barbara beaumont while they talk it's like this is how you do your fucking job why didn't you like look up who owned the building do you have a file or something this is so silly the the weird thing is they kept mentioning like she was in diamonds are a girl's best friend yeah oh no no gentlemen um, gentlemen prefer prefer blondes which is weird because like that's a real thing that's a real thing in dragnet and i like Okay. Yeah, cool. it was weird. Um, maybe it was just supposed to be a touchstone that Well, now here's what I'm realized here's what I realized during this episode. Yeah. Um, this is a show made for olds by olds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be Usually fair, it's olds making shows for young people. That's true. But this show is for olds by olds. We're not allowed to watch it. No, it's not for us. We're going to take our little Eucharist and put our avocado on it. And... <laughs> That's interesting, yes. Yeah. So the Dragnet touchstone and the Gentleman Prefer Blondes touchstone. Like, I don't think that they're just picking those because they, they easily could have made her like a 1950s star. But they yeah. went 1970s. Which is interesting. Well, wait, when was Gentleman Prefer Blondes was like... The 60s. Yeah. Yeah. So she was in that range. But they To be fair, Gentleman for Her Blondes is one of my favorite movies ever. Good flick. It's a really good, good flick. flick. <laughs> um, so I am an old, is what I'm telling you. Well, you know, I mean, I like the apartment. It doesn't make me old. <laughs> doesn't it? Well, it might. Maybe. Anyway, the weird thing is they're really stuck on this landlord never seeing the... And, like, yeah. landlords don't... I mean, Rick, I like yeah. I I I went to a house. I never saw my landlord. I put in a a prepaid check for like the year, mm-hmm. pre you know post date it, and I never saw them. Yeah, even if I something broke down, they came in when I wasn't home. So that was weird. Um, they go in to Barbara Beaumont's fourth house, floor apartment, and they walk in. And oh, I don't know. It's so weird in there. And I don't know about you, but. They come in, there is literally a bloodstain on the floor. Yeah, and, like, mattresses up against the wall, and it's like, clearly this is not, like, a a regular apartment. Clearly, if you see a bunch of mattresses on the floor, something's, hey, something's up. Something's going on. It's not like you're a collector and you're collecting them off the side of the road. Yeah. Hey, that's how you get bed bugs. How much bed bugs do you think they have? So many bed bugs. So many bed bugs. Oh, God. Uh... 
And she's very upset that they don't recognize her. Yeah. And she's like, I'm Barbara Beaumont. And then Scully shows the phone with the missing sister on it. Yeah. And Barbara Beaumont goes nuts. She loses it. And then all the little seeds come out. And they attack Mulder and Scully. And Scully falls down an elevator shaft. <laughs> A dumbwaiter. That was so stupid. It was very silly. And also, like, shocking that... I know she landed on trash, but still very surprising she landed... Like, survived a four-story fall without grievous injuries. Yeah. What happens... Hey, what happens during this time? Um, okay, so they get tackled by the seeds. Yeah. And then, um, also, while this is happening, the sister, Olivia, is being surgically attached to Dr. Genius Lavinius. Yeah. And, um... Fuck. Um, and, uh, so the vigilante comes in. Yes. And she just wrecks shop. Yeah, she and kills And she murders Beaumont. Barbara Beaumont. Yes. And then, um, Mulder goes down to the basement. Yes. Like, they just look at each other and then oh, they go their separate yeah. ways. Mulder goes down to the basement to find Scully, who fell onto trash in the bottom of the dumbwaiter. And is not dead. Is you not, would die. No, you would die. You would die. You would at least break something from the Trash, trash isn't that soft. No. We're hard. Four stories? Come on. Yeah. Uh, and then, um... He runs into Dr. Lavinius, who has Olivia attached to him, and then, um... Oh, he goes into this whole thing. This is the subtext that the X-Files has chosen. Yeah. About how they're free of government restrictions. That's so weird. And then, to, like, to start with chemtrails and then to end with that is just like, what are you even... What are you saying? Uh... What are you saying? Is, are they trying to make it, like, people who think... That regulations are bad, like, this is what you would turn into? Like, this is what you want? Harvesting organs and stuff? Because more likely, if you think regulations are bad, you're just going to turn into someone who's, like, pretty chill, living in a super polluted place. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot more child labor. Yeah. I have a big question. You have a question? I have a big question for you. Uh Uh-huh. So, Dr. Lavinius and the sister were surgically attached in the basement, and that's where they are now. Uh Uh-huh. What? How did they... The dumbwaiter is not functioning. Uh How are they getting around? I mean, just carefully, I guess. Up the stairs? Okay, Allison, remember that Friends episode when they're trying to move a couch? Oh, yeah. Pivot. Uh, Pivot? Mm -hmm. That's that's it. Oh, boy. Pivot. Pivot. (laughs) Remember that old gem? Yes. (laughs) So, um, the vigilante... I guess freeze her sister because Mulder sure doesn't do it. I thought the sister died. No, the sister lives. Oh, and then um, does the vigilante die? No, she's like, I know I'm going to jail, but I'm fine with it. I'm going to heaven. Jeezy Creasy is cool with me. Yeah, he, he confirmed me. He had a <laughs> he had sunglasses and a clipboard. Yeah, and he's and like, he wrote a checklist. You're in. <laughs> he gave me my middle name, badass. <laughs> Uh, which is just like I don't know is weird is weird so then there's this whole scene at the church mm-hmm. uh, the ending scene and Mulder and Scully are talking probably about William I just wrote down I have no idea what's happening yeah there so she was talking about how she's sad because William and he was like I know and then he was like I'm here you can tell me you can talk to me I'm right here for you just say it and it was like stop talking <laughs> Stop saying Done. so many words. Done. And then she whispers something in his ear, and he's like, yeah, nice. And then they fucked? Um, no, they fuck? I don't no, know. No. Um, but also, he does have a moment, kind of like the Skinner episode, where he's like, you know, I think about where you would be right now if you hadn't, like, if you had left the X-Files, like, you would probably be married and have a lot of kids and be living somewhere else. And is that a weird thing because we're we're washing over a woman's right to, like, choose career over family? You know what I mean? Mm, no, I think he's saying, like, not because she, like, she could have been in a different career. I know, but that's kind of, like, Scully chose this career, and, and maybe not, like, she, Scully's not always an autonomous being, unfortunately, yeah. but, like, the one choice she's made is, like, I want this career, and all through, since season one, like, she she's looking into babies, she's looking into marriage, she's looking into partners. I think... I think, like, it's hard to make that comparison when you're talking about a career that literally, like, harvests your ovum and then, I guess like, so. impregnates <laughs> you and, and gives you, like, you know... I guess so. A horrible disease and then cures it and then... 
Like, yeah, this work is pretty toxic yeah, to her. So I think it's it's hard to make a direct comparison. Okay. Uh, so anyway, she whispers in his ear, let's smash. And then, you know, they, smash. they leave the church. Or they smash in the church, I'm not sure. Take me to church. That's it. I'm so tired. Let's rate this fucker. Okay. I got on a spooky scale. One is I will sleep so good. One, uh, five is I will never sleep ever. This is a point zero three because I had a really good sleep. And a dog. And a dog. And a dog. I read on a rage scale. It goes from one, which means great up, bud, to uh, My Struggle 3, worst episode we've seen to date. I'm going to give this an eight. Yeah, it's really bad. It's just a real stinker. Especially for the penultimate. Yeah. It's bad. The, the only thing I liked about it was the cool vigilante. I have a question for you, Allison, before we start getting into uh, our personal X-File. Yes. Sir? At this moment, how many X-File... We watched oh, We watched nine. Nine... Yeah. How many do you remember? Ooh, robots. Because <laughs> that is literally the only one I can remember. I, remember. I don't remember anything before robots. I remember the pi- oh, I remember the first episode and the ferry boat. The McBarge. oh, and William. Okay, uh, yeah, William. I remember the McBarge. And then and then the robots and, and then Skinner's episode. Skinner's episode. Okay, kitten. Yeah, but. Is it weird that we're struggling for thought? Yeah, it is. Within a 10 episode. Like, I know there was a break. I know there was a two-week break. I mean, my brain's a little saturated That's with whiskey, true. but... <laughs> you're a little pickled. I'm a little pickled. Um, just Jameson's in there. When, when you're trying to get these signature episodes out, and you're concentrating so much on the signature look, like the gore or the mm-hmm. spook... Um, I think everything else suffers. It does. I think, yeah, I think, like, that they... I mean, I know it's hard. You have a a short time frame. You got a budget and a schedule you got to keep to, and you can't labor over something. But it just... It's still just... I don't know. I I don't feel that they're doing... A great job? I don't think they're meeting their potential. To be fair, we have liked more episodes this season than we did season 10. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not (laughs) hard. It's a low bar. Let's uh, do a personal X-Files. Okay. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. Allison. Courtney. Did you know there are real vampires? Vampires? I did not. Out there. Tell me about that. Um, I remember watching in the 90s a, like, 2020 about Vampire the Masquerade. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because I know people who play that game. It's a role-playing game, and apparently in New York uh, and San Francisco and other big scary cities, alternative cities, there were people who got a little too into it. Yeah. So this is Interview with a Real-Life Vampire, Why Drinking Blood Isn't Like in Hollywood. People who claim to be vampires are in the thousands, with demographics transcending class, race, and gender. But there's a reason they stay in the shadows. Because they're ghouls. (laughs) Right? Can we call them ghouls? I think so. Okay. Um, Modern vampires get their sustenance from inch-long incisions made by a sterilized scalpel in a fleshy part of the body that doesn't scar. Though the vampire may suck it up directly from the source... Medically trained personnel usually perform the procedure. There's paperwork, too. Donors don't just have to consent. They also provide health certificates proving the absence of bloodborne diseases. Still, feeding is essential and... Why is it always sex? Because <laughs> it's vampires. Sa- sacred ritual. The people who claim to be vampires in the th- are in the thousands worldwide. Uh, we're people you pass on the street and likely socialize with on a daily basis, says Mercutus. Merticus. Merticus, the 37-year-old founding member of Atlanta's Vampire Alliance. <laughs> I mean, good for him for, like, hey, starting an alliance. Hey, you did it. We often keep this aspect of our lives secret for fear we'll be misunderstood and to safeguard against reprisals from what society deems taboo. Okay, Merticus. <laughs> Murdicus has identified as a real vampire since 1997. <laughs> I'm mad. He says it's not a cult, a religion, a dangerous practice, uh, 
or an offshoot of the BDSM uh, community, a community of disillusioned teenagers, and definitely not what's depicted in fictional book, books, movie, or television. Allison. Now, it says this guy's profession. Mm-hmm. I want to give... Can you just guess? Now, now picture him. Picture this vampire. Mm-hmm. I'm not making fun of his lifestyle. I just really... What profession would he be into? Real estate agent. Very, very close. He's an antiquities dealer. Because <laughs> he loves old shit. He's married with two dogs. And he's... <laughs> I bet they're great. He's op- He's one of an exceptionally few vampires to be open about his identity. For almost a decade, he has personally worked with academics, social scientists, psychologists, lawyers, law enforcement agencies, and others how to best approach, research, and understand the vampire subculture, which is kind of cool. <laughs> I can't believe I just had to read identifies as a vampire with my own fucking eyes. Uh, for most vampires... The process of realization that you are a vampire is a gradual and frightening process, normally manifesting itself in puberty or possibly following trauma. Through trial and error, vampires learn what curbs their hunger. Weird. Most people are able to maintain healthy energy levels through diet, exercise, social interaction, and occasional cappuccino, says Mercutus. We've had to develop alternate means to say our energy needs. Are they like, Allison, are they just anemic? I don't, I don't know. That sounds like they're just anemic. A little bit. I mean, I take iron every night. I feel much better. Allison, I think I'm a vampire. You definitely get to that next Uh, (laughs) period. Not all drink blood either. The community generally acknowledges two types of vampires. The blood vampires, sanguinarians, (laughs) and the, oh, And the psychic or energy vampires who drain life force, also known as prana or chi. Okay. Rather than blood. This sounds a little... We don't identify with fictional characters, supernatural powers, or immortality, nor do we have any difficulty distinguishing between fantasy and reality. Um, Mercutus says, adding that, if anything, pop culture is catching up to them. Real vampires, he says, has existed as an organized community for nearly 30 years, or as long as the internet has been a thing. (laughs) There's no test for vampirism. Everyone is welcome, and it's a remarkably diverse crowd, ranging from doctors, lawyers, soldiers, scientists. Sol- there's soldiers twice, which is very yeah, interesting. Yeah, really. A lot uh, of soldiers. <laughs> artists, teachers, and parents of all ages. Uh, uh, parents of all ages, gender, ethnicity, and religion. Some choose to align like-minded through courts and houses, though the majority, he says, do not. If there's one thing real vampires seem to have in common, is the reluctance to tell the world about who or what they are. Because they're just, like, people. They're people. They're just people. <laughs> but they gotta drink them bloods, though. Or they gotta use their psychic energy. Oh, yes. I'm drinking. I'm gonna mm. write Murticus an email and be like, stop. <laughs> you know what? I would say he's not hurting anyone. Well, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like when you try the 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 problem with that article for me is that I feel like there are a lot of parallels in how he describes identifying as a vampire like with being queer. <laughs> in in the language that he's uh-huh. using and the narrative that he's creating and I feel like it might hurt. I feel like it maybe hurts people. <laughs> me personally, it me, does. Me it might hurt. Uh, if you want to be a vampire, or if you are a vampire, please write us and tell us about what kind of things you suck. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> Me personally, I'm a dick vampire. Yeah. You know, you got to get that good puss vampire. Jesus mm. juice. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Allison, before we do predictions, can uh-huh. you do a rundown on how these people can complain at us? <laughs> About all the terrible for this episode that will be heavily edited. <laughs> yeah, you can email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Double X Files. That's double spelled out D-O-U-B-L-E. And we're also on Tumblr at Fuck Yeah Double X Files. And we'd love to hear from our Tumblr peeps. I know you guys missed us while we were away. Um, 
Yeah, there was a couple people who were talking about our thought crimes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't worry. We're still committing them. Oh, we are committing them every day, all day. So <laughs> worry not. Um, and if you want to leave us a review, iTunes, Stitcher, that's cool. Yeah, we love that. Uh, Again, maybe not for this episode. Hey, you know what? If, the, if you're into it. Maybe. If you are confirmed. And also, just to remind you, if you jerk it during our podcast to completion, you uh-huh. owe us a five-star review. Yep. That's the rules. And we, we see you. We see you. We see we you. We know what's going on. Uh, let's do predictions. Okay. It is your turn, Allison. Ah, damn. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me. Allison. What's it going to be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Now, here's the thing, Allison. You are winning. Mm -hmm. You're winning four to three and a half. Damn. I'm going to ask you something. Yeah. Would you give me half of your prediction so maybe we can yeah. tie okay now is this this is including season five this right? is including okay season so we five. gotta go we'll go oh back yeah we gotta, okay 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 then you can predict predict this whole thing okay 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 allison episode 10 yeah season 11 uh-huh the final episode of x-files ever the ultimate episode my struggle for oh, fuck me tell me what's gonna happen i think okay i think um that i literally can't remember the name of their son <laughs> kevin miles niles kramer <laughs> kramer no crane now it's crane who's from the, the fraser frazier the salad and scrambled eggs <laughs> Uh, I think that William um, tries to find shelter somewhere because he's on the run. And he finds shelter with Unky Skinner. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I want a half point is yeah. a William Skinner, like, situation. Sitch, yeah. Sesh. Okay, okay. Uh, and then also, like, oh, that jizz virus, though. <laughs> yeah, how are they going to resolve that? I think the jizz virus gets out and then Skelly stops it just in time. And then she dies. Yeah, and then she, like, dies while giving birth. What? Giving birth? Yeah, because that's just what their favorite thing for her to do. She's going to be pregnant? Yeah. What? That's what it is. Scully's pregnant. Okay, tell me your half points. Scully's pregnant. Scully's pregnant. William and Skinner Sitch. Okay, oh my god. (laughs) Scully's pregnant, I swear to god. Okay, that's it. We will see you guys uh, next week Woo. on Tuesday for the last episode of season 11. And then after that, we're just going to go right into season five. Yeah. And next week, we'll have some big cool news for you that we're big, really excited about. cool news. Hey-o. Hey. Um, that's very good for us. Yeah. And for you. And for you. Yeah. Okay. Until next time, the, the truth, truth is out there. there. I think Jesus is going to be like mad at us. Nah. He chill. <laughs>